Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Garkey. It is Friday. It is that time of the week. It's Prediction Friday style. Uh, hope you guys did enjoy the second half Mulligan show that I have posted earlier this week and it got released yesterday. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Had to make a couple changes to the season preview episode. But now we're all back. And today's episode, not only am I going to give you the picks for baseball and NASCAR this weekend, but I'm also going to dive deep, well, not real. I'm just going to give you the overview of Kyler Murray's contract. The details are out, and maybe it'll maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. I'll explain why I'm kind of stuck on the fence with Kyler getting the money plus how it affects how now that deal affects Lamar and his deal, considering he's on the very last or second to last year of his deal, but he's still looking to see if he's going to get any more. I'll give you the ramifications of that. And then I'll give you the top three headlines as of right now heading into the weekend. Let's first go ahead and start with the picks for Baseball this weekend, give you the six series to watch out for this week. Let's go, or this weekend, let's go ahead and do that. As far as yesterday went, uh, just the normal Yankee segment here on the show. Uh, didn't go well against Houston. I tipped my cap to the Astros. Are they still the team to beat? Mm, they've been the only team to actually tip. I mean, the Reds were the other team to have taken a season series against the Yankees so far this season, but the Reds can't even get out of the Central. So, as far as the playoff teams, le- at least the playoff contenders right now in baseball, Houston's been the only one to have taken a season series from the Yankees so far this season. So, right now, they've made claim that they are one of them to beat. And especially if they get that series in Houston, the ALCS in Houston, if that ever happens, then, yeah, fingers crossed on that. But, let's go ahead, get this series under, get these picks underway. Of course, speaking of the Yankees, Yankees Orioles is the first series to look out for. Uh, let's see. Blue Jays, Red Sox. That's series number two. Padres and Mets, a battle of playoff contenders, is series number three. Series number four is the Rays and the Royals. Again, the Rays looking to bounce back or at least stay as the top wild card team in the American League. Again, a lot of AL East heavy games, but. Or at least a lot of AL East heavy series. So again, so far the first four Yankees, Orioles, Blue Jays, Red Sox, Padres, Mets, the Rays and the Royals, and then the one series will go out west for for this one. Giants and Dodgers to re they started off the second half of the season yesterday. Let's see who won that one. Just for my own sanity. Okay, the Dodgers won nine six. Let's check out the matchup tonight. Uh, let's see the pitching matchup for tonight. You got Brandon Webb or Tyler Webb against. No, it is. Tyler Webb against Tyler Anderson. Okay. So you got Anderson Webb. I'm going to go with the Dodgers on that one. Okay. So 
Again, here are the six to watch for this weekend. Dodgers, Giants, the Rays, and the Royals. The Mets and the Padres, the Blue Jays and the Red Sox, the and the Yankees and the Orioles. The Mets and the Padres, let's see. One more time. I just got to run through this in my head one more time, and then I'll get to the uh, NASCAR pick. Yankees-Orioles series number one. Blue Jays-Red Sox series number two. Series number three, Padres-Mets series number four. Rays and the Royals. Series number five. Also, I only did five at that point. Series number five is the... See, I always lose track when I stop counting. Yankees, Orioles, one. Uh, Yankees, Orioles, Blue Jays, Red Sox, Mets, Padres. That's series number three. Rays, Royals, series number four. Series number five, Astros and Mariners. The Mariners look to continue the longest winning streak of Major League Baseball so far this season at 14. That is series number five. And then series number six to wrap it all up, Giants and Dodgers to get you guys set up for this weekend. Again, those are your six. I will see you guys on Friday for that. For all my NASCAR fans, let's go ahead and jump right into it right now. Uh, let's see. I just got to double check, make sure. Or not double check, but I'm going to see where they're racing this weekend. And then it will form the pick a little bit better. Uh, ta -ta -ta. They are at Pocono. I went with Chase Elliott, who won two of the last three. Now it's two of the last four. I'm probably, you know what, Chase Elliott's the backup choice. Christopher Bell won in Loudoun last weekend. Going to Pocono, the Tricky Triangle. I'm going to go with the guy who's won there before. Uh, Pocono, I don't think, will have a super huge effect on the new car, considering... You shift there anyway. It's probably just another gear. So if you can master the tunnel turn, and and I think Denny Hamlin will do this. He's already won twice this year. So I'll go with Denny Hamlin as the top choice. But if he wrecks, just stick on the Chase Elliott train because one of these days he's going to get the fourth win and at least keep the playoff hole at two. So to confirm it, I'll go with Denny Hamlin to win this race. So those are the picks for this weekend as far as the sports world. Let's get to the news portion, of course. So let's go back into the ESPN app. I'll read you the top three headlines heading into today. And then whatever time I have left, I'm going to spend on the Kyler Murray deal because I'm kind of sitting on the fence with it. So I'm going to go ahead give you the top headlines, of course. Uh, Vince McMahon's going to step down as the WWE chairman and CEO. I wonder when that will be. Let's see. Uh, doo -doo. Vince McMahon's retiring as WWE chairman and CEO. He announced Friday. Okay, the 76-year-old McMahon further announced that his daughter Stephanie. Yeah, okay. Okay, cool. So, Vince McMahon's going to retire as chairman as WWE. That's headline number one, which... Okay, congratulations on that. Headline number two, the NCAA had 18 violations, almost 60,000 illegal benefits for Tennessee football. So volunteers continue to screw up, 
and they're going to continue even more. The NCAA has charged Tennessee's football program with 18 Level 1 alleged rules violations, the most severe under its rules for impermissible recruiting benefits totaling over $60,000 that were paid to prospects and players under former coach Jeremy Pruitt. Among other allegations, Pruitt is accused of providing about $9,000 to the mothers of two prospects. His wife, Casey, is accused of making 25 cash payments totaling $12,500 to help a prospect's mother make her car payment. Uh, Tennessee, which fired Jeremy Pruitt in January of 21, 2021, after its initial investigation into the allegations is not charged with lack of institutional control because of its corporate because of its cooperation with NCAA investigators and its integrity in handling the misconduct. The NCAA said in a notice of allegations that was sent to the university on Friday. Um, Pruitt issued a response to ESPN about the allegations later Friday saying a lot of the information in the NCAA's report I'm seeing for the first time and still reading through it I'd rather not comment so just another reason why Tennessee is just another brown stain on the super southeastern conference and they are a far far cry away from actually being a competitor inside that conference. But, whatever. That is headline number two. Let's get to the third headline really quickly. Uh, okay, you know what? I'm going to stick it too because I want to spend a lot more time on Kyler Murray here. For those watching on Rumble, I'm sorry the camera's a little tilted. I was kind of messing with the tripod earlier to get it set up at an angle. But... Or get it set up at an angle, so bear with me a little bit. There you go. It should stabilize now. So the first half of this video will be a little... You'll be like, why is he so crooked? Well, now I kind of fixed I fixed it. I should have done it sooner, but this is what you get when you fart around with your equipment before you go on air. Anyway, I want to wrap up this show with the big news coming from yesterday. And again, this stems, it started with Baker Mayfield going to Carolina, right? I had a whole episode titled to it. Don't believe everything you hear. Remember when Kyler Murray made the petulant move of removing everything from his social, everything Arizona Cardinals related, removed it all from his social media account. Remember all that? Well, guess what? The dude's going to stay in Phoenix and Glendale, that beautiful area of Arizona, for at least five more years at $230.5 million with $160 million guaranteed and $46 million on average makes him the second highest paid player in NFL history for a dude who hasn't produced a whole heck of a lot. I mean, I get it. This is the market standard now. So, how does... And I'm going to get to how this helps Lamar Jackson in a second. But as far as Kyler Murray is concerned... Okay, dude. Now you have to go prove it. I said it when Dak Prescott got his payday. Same goes for you. Which, quite frankly, 
He's a shorter version of Dak Prescott. A shorter, more athletic version of Dak Prescott. To be honest, that's Kyler Murray to me. A shorter, more athletic version. So, I have nothing against him. I do think he's talented. Is he one of the 10 best QBs in this league? No, and I could probably do that list later on this month or even into August before the season starts. He's not even the top 10 for me as far as QBs in this league. Forget players. He's there. I will name 20 before I get to Kyler Murray. So does he deserve the money? I guess. I mean, he's doing what the market's giving him. So now he has to prove it. And I don't know if he can live up to it considering when he got put in the spotlight in the playoff game against LA on Wild Card Monday night, he laid an egg and looked terrible in that entire first half. And then when people go, well, well, you didn't have DeAndre Hopkins. Well, uh, so what? Now, with this extension, granted $160 million of it is guaranteed, that means at least 170 plus something will be incentive. It'll be incentive-laced in the latter part of that contract. But now that he has that money, you now have to prove why you earned it. It's that simple. You got it, now you got to go prove it again. That's all I'm saying with Kyler Murray. I don't know if he's that good or deserved that kind of money considering his resume has shown very little, if nothing at all, other than a few YouTube highlights where he's out juking people. But all he has to do is prove it. That's it. Now, as far as how this helps Lamar Jackson, uh... Okay, now Lamar's going to have to, I mean, what now? Deshaun Watson maybe is the highest, maybe Aaron Donald's the highest paid NFL player in history. Or no, Deshaun Watson is after he got his deal with uh, Cleveland back in March. By the way, Deshaun Watson is at Brown's camp today, despite the NFL kind of waiting on the ruling for how to suspend him. So Deshaun Watson's still going there like nothing's happening. You know, he arrived in Bria today like nothing happened. But anyway, back to Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray for a second. If Lamar continues to play this out, he might be the highest paid quarterback in this league. All he has to do now is go prove himself. Now, on this show, I have not been the hugest Lamar Jackson fan at all. In fact, in all honesty... I've said this off camera. I've said it to my family members who I talk football with all the time. Lamar Jackson is a triple option quarterback that can throw. That's all he is. That's all he's ever been. Yes, he had his MVP year the second year around, and that at least should get him, what, 350 maybe? Which will be just enough past Deshaun Watson and just enough past Kyler Murray. But do you... The question is, how much would you give Lamar Jackson? Uh, or how long should it be? Five years, like it did for Kyler Murray? Six, given his recent injury history? Or four, given his recent injury history? Or six, considering his one-hit wonder of MVP success? It truly depends on how the Ravens view him and 
considering that they have developed that entire offense around him, watch in at least another month or two, maybe after the preseason, watch for Lamar Jackson to finally get paid, and he will be the highest-paid NFL player in the history of the league. Watch. Give it a couple months. If I had to guess, maybe $360 million. Six-year deal. He's going to get paid $60 million on average. Maybe about $280 million or maybe, maybe 210 of that is guaranteed. And there will probably be an injury insurance policy in that contract. That's all I'm saying. As far as Kyler Murray, congratulations, you got the money, and we don't have to deal with that storyline throughout the season. But now you got to go prove it. At least to Lamar's credit, albeit he did it in year two, and since then he's been dropping off, and he still hasn't proven that he is a great quarterback. He's a good quarterback, not a great one. But at least he has proven that he is worth at least a con- at least a raise. So, as far as Kyler Murray goes, congratulations. And as far as it helps Lamar, and at least if Lamar plays this out, don't do it now, even though in a couple months it'll happen. But if, if he plays this out right now, no contract, do like Aaron Judge is doing in baseball right now. If you just leave it alone, bet on yourself, He'll probably be the richest quarterback in NFL history, richest player in NFL history. But I think that'll happen in the next two months. That's all I'm saying. But as far as Kyler Murray, I don't think he deserved it, but the market value proved otherwise. But what does that prove that I know? Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here for today. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys next Friday. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Apple, if you know the trick, Samsung Music, SoundCloud. I think I got through Pandora, but there are plenty of audio platforms you can find this show on. You can also watch this show on Rumble. Just go on rumble.com, create your account, search for A.D. Gerke. That is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos, and click subscribe, and you'll have all 397 episodes. If you want to follow this show on social media, just search for the Facebook page, The Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also follow me directly at Austis Pamonti. That's A-U-S on Instagram. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's at Austis Pamonti on Instagram, or search for the show's hashtag, hashtag on Instagram, which is hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. Plus, 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 if you want post-episode interaction, you can also follow me on the Twitter bird at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke for post-episode interaction. Again, hope you guys enjoyed your week. Hope you guys enjoy your weekend. And I hope you enjoyed the upcoming week. And maybe we'll see some more craziness come along here, just like we did with Kyler Murray yesterday. But until then, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys next Friday.